Welcome to the Red Bra Project Podcast, where red bra moments live. I'm Renee Bouse, founder and co-creator of the Red Bra Project. Each week, my co-host Shauna and I bring new conversations from amazing women all over the globe, sharing their stories of hope, wisdom, inspiration, and power, right alongside of grit, sweat, resilience, beauty, and tears. These stories help to elevate and inspire your life, creating a positive ripple effect. Get ready to feel the energy, motivation, and self-assurance to rock your everyday. We are so excited to have you join us. Let's do this. Welcome to the Red Bra Project channel. Um, this is episode 32. We are so excited. We are in the 30s. This is a, uh, a milestone that we just keep hitting week to week. So, hi, I'm Shauna, and I'm going to throw it over to my gal pal um, over in Chattanooga tonight, you said? Yeah, I am. I'm Renee, co-host of the Red Bra Project. So we're so excited to be with you guys tonight. Thank you, everybody, for jumping back on and joining us for episode number 32, which we're so excited about. Um, we are coming from the south tonight, a little bit farther south than Tennessee. So Shauna, tell us a little bit about our guest. I'm so excited. Sure. Our guest tonight is Cecilia Wood. I have been following her, and so is Renee through the Red Bra Project. We um, are inspired by the joy that she wants to bring everybody, but I don't want to steal her thunder, so I'm going to turn it over to Cecilia and let her introduce herself and talk a little bit about, um, you know, what your blog is all about and, and your mission. Hey, I'm Cecilia, and I'm the blogger behind Sunnyside Cecilia, where I like to look for the sunny side in every moment in life, whether that's choosing your outfit for the day or the deeper moments of life where you might be comparing yourself to people. In everything, I think that we really can find joy and my blog is all about finding the joy in those little moments. First of all, I love your Southern sweet accent. We can hear <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> and second of all, I'll just have to say, I love your name. I have a niece, Cecilia, so special place in my heart. Um, is that, is that a special name that was given to you from a relative or how can you share some of that? It is, my grandmother's name was Cecile and my mom actually told me that when they told her that they were naming me after her, she said, why would you do that? No one will know how to spell it, which is <laughs> true. No one does. But <laughs> oh, adorable. I love it. <laughs> So Cecilia, you're a student as well, right? Can you tell us a little bit about where you're studying, what you're studying, what your plans are? I am a junior, well, now I'm a senior at Auburn University. I'm majoring in professional and public writing because I love writing in every form. And I also have minors in business, Spanish, and marketing. And my schedule is very busy because of that. I get to work as the editor-in-chief of our literary magazine. I work as a writing consultant at our writing center. Pretty much everything that involves words, I like to be doing. And next year, I'll be finishing up my degree and then hopefully coming back to Birmingham to find a job. That's me. I'm sorry, three minors. Did I get that right? Okay. <laughs> a little overachiever. We can see that. I just don't want to be taking any classes that don't relate to something. So everything just kind of stacked up really nicely. So. Next year, I'm taking all marketing classes, and I'm very excited about that because obviously the blogging side, there's a lot of marketing involved, so I think that'll be a fun year. Awesome. 
for sure. And did I hear you are a junior this year? Yes. Okay, very cool. So with all of your kind of your focus in writing, I know that you love writing and words as you've shared. Is that how you ended up deciding to start your own blog or kind of how did you end up going in this direction? Um, and yeah, I'll go from there. I have so many questions. <laughs> I started my blog senior year of high school. And the real reason I immediately started my blog was because I had always wanted to do something like YouTube or blogging. And then I realized I liked writing a lot more than I liked just talking to a camera because I knew I'd be too nervous to do that in high school. But a blog was a, an easier way at the time to kind of make my way through. And then through that, I really realized how much I loved the process of blogging, of writing out whatever you were feeling, whether it's about an outfit or something deeper. And yeah, I really didn't start it realizing how much of a portfolio it would be. And then it became something to really strengthen my passion as I went on. Very cool. So you started it and you kind of found where it wanted to take you once you put yeah. it out there. Yeah, definitely. I started with a different name. It was called the Broke Girls Closet for a year because <laughs> I, I wasn't broke, but I was shopping like a broke person, not buying anything over $10. <laughs> and then after a while, I realized, like, okay, I, I might want to rebrand it a little bit. <laughs> I kind of want to see some of these outfits, though. Are those posts still available? Oh, no. <laughs> I probably still rewear a lot of the things because I still, I still shop like a broke girl because I am in college. I just, yeah, those pictures, might, they might need to stay hidden. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the archives. <laughs> it's so what made you see the oh, evolution of something and the brand evolve and stuff like that. So I'm sure you kind of look back and... It's either, you know, those moments when you feel, gosh, really proud and I've grown a lot. So it's like kind of borderline cringeworthy, but it's out there and I'm going to keep it out there. Yeah. And it's exciting to look back and realize, you know, I could look back at my favorite bloggers or entrepreneurs and they all started in the same place that I did. Maybe it's not public on the internet, but for a lot of them it is. And it's a nice reminder, like, okay, we all have to start somewhere. It, it really is a nice refresher. It makes me feel a lot better when I look at mine. So what is your plan for your blog right now? Is it really just for your own, you know, pleasure in writing? Are you trying to get picked up by marketer art? Do you have marketers following you um, for other people that are looking to explore this? I, I'm always kind of in between two answers. I love that my blog is a side hobby and I'm not a full-time blogger just because I think that it's so easy to get burnt out on your full-time job. So for now, I love that it really is just a hobby. But with that being said, I'm lucky enough to be able to work with brands. And, you know, that means that I might get a few clothing items sent to me or I might get some nice beauty products. It's not paying the rent or anything like that. But it definitely is a fun, tangible, I guess, outcome of the hard work that I've been putting in. But it is... I'm not one of those people whose dreams is to be a full-time blogger. I like that it's my outlet because I really think that I would personally be burnt out on it. It's nice to be able to enjoy something without having the pressure to keep creating in a sense. Right. Exactly. When you first put your blog out there and you launched it, were you, was there any sense of um, nervousness or, you know, oh my gosh, when I pushed publish it's published live or did you go through any of that or were you just kind of like this is my online journal I I think I was kind of between two sides because I went to a small high school in Birmingham and a lot of my friends I had already told them I was like oh, I'm starting a blog and then 
okay, cool. But they were all really supportive and they would follow it on Instagram. And I really, because in the beginning I was blogging mainly about clothing, I was more worried that people would be like, this girl isn't even fashionable. Why is she talking about it? And as that went on, now I definitely get more to publishing, you know, more personal posts, but I know that the people who are following me want to be following me versus in high school, I kind of felt like they were following me because they're like, oh, they're, we're her friend, we're obligated to. So it's, that's something that's also evolved is my own confidence that if someone's following me, they want to read it. If they don't want to read it, that's okay. Then I'm not writing it for them. Yeah. How do you find that confidence and kind of push through for more of those vulnerable posts? Um, I know one that we recently saw on your page is about your internship and like, how do you feel, you know, comfortable putting that out there? Like, Hey, I'm this writer, but I'm still searching too. I think for me, the biggest thing is I know every time I've ever gone through any struggle, I look at my favorite bloggers and I will search on their blog, like breakup or friend fight, because I want to see any time that they've ever gone through something. And even if all they do is mention it offhanded, I feel so much better. So then when I'm thinking about, you know, writing that I don't have an internship right now, or that I really have no idea what's going on, even if it's an embarrassing thing to post or it's very it's a very vulnerable moment, I also know that there might be one person following who needed to know that they're not alone. And then I'm like, okay, you know, I would have wanted to know, so I'm gonna do it for them. And then always, people are so nice on Instagram. <laughs> so it always, it's a nice, like I push through and I'm like, okay, no one's gonna like it. And then people are like, oh, good job, you got this. I struggle too. I'm like, okay, like we're here together, it's fine. <laughs> I think with a site called Sunnyside, I mean, I think it would be hard for people to be mean to you, but <laughs> they just don't belong there. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> how do you, um, how do you find your ins inspiration for your blog posts? I know that you, it, you're very intentional about blogging and I love that because, you know, it's one of those things that you could say, oh, I'm going to do it. And before you know it, two months go past and you haven't put a blog post up, especially for people just starting. So, you know, how do you stay intentional and what inspires you? I really do get inspired by other bloggers that I follow. Um, there are a few bloggers in Auburn that I've been able to get coffee with. And every time I talk to a person in person and we're just able to talk about it, I always leave feeling really refreshed. And then even if a friend will ask me like, oh, hey, what are you going to do about this? Then I realize, okay, this is a person that I talk to on a regular basis. This is something they're struggling with. I struggle with that. Maybe this is something that I could post. Even if it's something as simple as like, I don't know what I'm going to wear this weekend. Those, and I also am very much a planner. So I have my notebook full of ideas for the month. I have a Google Sheets full of my like calendar. I think that helps a lot in, you know, I'm not really going to be able to say, oh, I don't know what I'm going to post today because I have it all yeah. planned out. Yeah. And then, and then if you're having a non-creative day or a non-creative kind of flow day, you can look at some of your notes and see what feels right. I'm sure that helps kind of writer's block. Yes, definitely. And I also, this is going back to it being a side hobby. If I don't have time to post or if I really don't want to, I'm not going to because I don't want to put out content that I don't think would mean something to someone. I don't, I just, it's not worth my time if it, and it's not worth their time, but if it wasn't worth my time. So right. I think that's another really great thing about my blog just being a side hobby is I know that when I'm posting, it's because I truly wanted to. And I'm not staying up late just because I feel like I have to. I'm staying up late because, oh, I have a blog post to write. I really want to get that done. 
Yeah, that's cool because it's also kind of a mind shift thing too because it's not something you're feeling like pulled and stressed out to do. You want to do it. So right. it's a whole different kind of ballgame. And then when you're writing it, even if, you know, I'm staying up late, I'm drinking my coffee, you know, I can turn it into a really fun thing because I am the one making the choice. I'm the one with the agency of whether or not it will be published the next day. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you surround yourself with that like really lifts you up? I mean, how do you stay so positive and joyful? I think that, you know, so many of us need to channel that more. And I mean, your site is refreshing. It's, it's your Instagram page is your smile, which is really captivating. And then, you know, what you're blogging about really, you know, it sparks joy. Right. Thank you. I definitely went through the angsty phase in high school and then senior year I had a really great group of friends and I just started looking I just saw things a lot brighter then and then I carried that through college so I surround myself my co-workers are a lot of them are just really happy people and I have great friends who go to church with me it's really I think a big part of it is also realizing that I'm the only one who has the power to find joy so even if I'm surrounded by people who are all having a bad day it shouldn't make my day bad. That just means I need to help them out, maybe help them look at the sunny side. And then my family, like my mom is a very positive person, just like I am. So that definitely helps. I could call her, you know, complaining about something and she would say, oh, well, what about this part? I'm like, okay, you're right. You just have such a strong sense of self and awareness. I mean, to, to say you control your happiness and you're a junior, rising senior. Going <laughs> I mean, that, that's incredible that you have that, that reflection already on yourself. So I hope that stays with you. It's such an important gift. Thank you. It's yes. definitely been something through college I've had to realize because situations will always change. And if I put my happiness in, you know, my grade or a relationship, that's not always going to stay there. The only thing that always will is me and, you know, my relationship with God, even some friends, you know, that's just a very important thing for me is putting the joy in myself and not in the external circumstances. It sounds like you had, I don't know if you recognized a different or a, a certain kind of phase of college, or if there was one thing that really stood out to you that all of a sudden it was kind of like, okay, I control my feelings. I can't, I can't attach those to anything. Was there anything specific that kind of taught you that, or was it just kind of in general and you were able to see it? I think that it's one of those things that kind of goes through hills and valleys. It's, there are definitely moments when I'm like, oh, so this is one of those moments where I have to make myself, where I have to really find that joy because other things aren't working out right now. Mm. But then there are other times where I've just looked back and I'm like, okay, like a few months ago, I was in a situation that I thought would never end. It ended, I survived. And then going forward, I know, okay, like I'm gonna survive this. And that's something that I think will always be happening, but I know college, so many things are changing. And that's where I've been learning it the most. So awesome. Um, so what do you, what are your future plans? You're headed into senior year. What blog is a hobby? What, what is the goal for you with uh, your uh, major and three minors? Yeah, because I love writing. I really just want to continue writing in some way. So I would love to work at a magazine, maybe in the editorial or marketing side, but I'd also love to work in publishing for novels, work in a literary agency. I really, I really have a lot of different interests, which I hope will work out, especially as, you know, digital media, print media, everything is shifting so much. 
that I hope having all these different interests will maybe help me out. <laughs> no, I think it definitely will. Um, and I think it's great that you have so many avenues you want to explore. So if one starts to feel repetitive or boring, then maybe you try the next one. Right. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I love that you're picking up marketing too as a minor because there's so much you can do with that. And I picked it up my senior year and I knocked it out in that, in that year, but it's something that I use all of the time. And I'm so glad that I did. I love, I, for my business minor last semester, I took an intro to marketing class and I would be writing my notes and I would like write a star next to me like, this applies to blogging. <laughs> I was looking at it, I was like, I didn't know this because of podcasts that I listened to. So I'm very excited to go even deeper next year beyond just like the intro. Oh, this is an audience. Yeah, yeah, that's so exciting. One of the things that I loved about um, just kind of getting to know you before we came on today was how you shared that it, the, uh, it's not about the likes, it's not about the numbers. A small audience is an impactful audience. And one of those things is making the connection with, with your audience and not just seeing them as a name or somebody who hit like. It's actually scrolling, seeing that name. Oh, I wonder what's going on with so-and-so and their new baby or their school or their boyfriend or whatever. Um, so I, I love that you are not afraid to put that out there and say, you know what, I'm not in the, you know, quadrillion followers, but I love my followers and this is great for me. Right. And I love that. I think it's something that I didn't realize when I started my blog because I thought, okay, like you get 10,000 followers, then you start making a difference. But that's not true at all, especially I'm realizing, you know, with my blog, the whole point is finding joy in those little things. And maybe that little thing is someone read my blog post and it made them smile for just a second. That's all. I only need one person to do that. I don't need 10,000 random people just double tapping. Yeah. Right. I like want when we're done with this episode to grab my 10 year old daughter and have her just watch you because <laughs> she's into this new social media thing, which I didn't know happened at 10, but every day it's like, Oh, I got a new follower. I got this. And I'm like, okay, it's not about that. But, um, maybe hearing it, <laughs> somebody else will, will resonate with her because it, it's disheartening to hear that that's how she's valuing herself. And I think there are a lot of younger ladies that are, that's, that's the new generation. Right. I know that even in high school, when I didn't have a blog, I would look at my own personal Instagram and be like, oh, this person isn't following me. That doesn't matter. That doesn't say anything about me. Social media is just a screen on, it's just a little app. I don't, and obviously it's a lot easier said than done, but realizing that has been another way that I've been able to, I don't know, maybe I wake up one morning and I've lost 500 followers. I, I might be sad for a second, but that shouldn't take away my joy because my joy didn't come from having a certain amount of followers in the first place. Yeah. You'll find the sunny side of it. Yeah. Always. <laughs> my mom will use that against me and I'll be like, oh my gosh, mom, I got a bad grade on a test or something's going wrong. She's like, look at the sunny side. <laughs> okay. You're like, all right, new branded name. We went from broker on the sunny side. <laughs> no data, mom. <laughs> um, no, and I mean, social media is a beautiful thing and it's a beautiful thing when you connect and you, you know, you keep it kind of in that positive, healthy environment. But, um, you know, more than once you've said, if, if, I, if my share can impact one person and bring a smile to one person, then that's why I put it out there. And that's just so awesome. So to other, um, you know, even high school kind of teens and young 20s, even 30s, thinking about getting into blogging. Here's the $500,000 question. Um, do you think that it is still kind of a breathing, um, 
vessel out there basically? And do you feel like, um, you know, it's too late for anyone to start blogging? I would never say it's too late. And I think you always need to look at your intention behind anything, not just blogging. But if your intention with blogging is to quit your job the next day and make a million dollars, then it, that might be a little harder than you originally think. But if you That's want a big goal overnight, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to take fun photos or, you know, write posts that you're really proud of, there's always room for one more person to join. It's like share says and clueless, you know, let's build a bigger table. More people can come. Yeah. And the great thing about following someone on Instagram, it doesn't cost anything. So me following someone, that's the easiest free thing I could do. So yeah, definitely always room for more people to find what they love. I love that. I also just love that we got a Clueless reference. <laughs> <laughs> I think about Clueless, Legally Blonde, honestly, any blonde heroine from the 90s and 2000s, that's who I want to be, I think. Okay. <laughs> You're the next Cher Elle Woods. We got this. <laughs> I think Elle Woods really lives the sunny side life. She's always looking at the bright side of things. I think she is the original sunny side. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> Shauna, isn't that one of your favorite movies? Absolutely. I know. I was like, girl after my own heart. We're talking Clueless. We're talking Legally Blonde. This is yeah. perfect. Yeah, you're kind of a good meld between both of us, actually, because when you were talking about the planning side, I was like, oh my God, that's my Renee. That's how I stay <laughs> organized, is by having Renee in my life. <laughs> I don't operate that way, but um, <laughs> everything you described, I feel like Renee and I have had that conversation. <laughs> and There's another a lot. thing Renee picked up on is um, you travel with thank you cards. Can you talk a little bit more about that, Cecilia? I love having thank you cards with me. And that's always the little fun fact that I pull out because I think it really is fun. I love just being able to intentionally tell someone, you know, maybe it's my bus driver or the person who gets me coffee who's really nice. I, I think those connections just really show beyond me saying physically thank you, it's letting them know that I thought that they were worth the time to, you know, give them something. And thank you cards are such, just anything with print, you know, it's definitely seen as old-fashioned so it's it's like a nice surprise a tangible thing for them to be like oh someone really appreciates me and sometimes I'll just like write a card to a friend and thank them for their friendship just such an easy way to you know maybe give it to someone maybe you don't know maybe they're having the worst day ever and then that can be one little bright spot and it's all because I carry around thank you cards in my pencil pouch it's like it's not that book of tickets that you rip out and you give people that you've seen like those you Free know, hug. joke tickets. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so is that something you learned yourself or something that you saw with your mom doing or? I think part of it is I just love the Target dollar section and they <laughs> always have so many cute thank you cards and I would start buying them. And a big reason I had started my blog senior year is really because I wanted to emulate those bloggers lifestyles and I always saw them writing about stationery and I was like, that's weird. Like, who does that? And I was like, wait, I can do that. I can actually make those changes. I can be the person who writes a thank you card. All I need to do is write it. Oh, that's awesome. That's so cool. So I don't know. Um, 
how much you've picked up on it. I know that we, we've kind of tapped into you, but um, so the red bra, you know, is, it's a symbol of, of taking that leap or having that moment of courage and, you know, it can be seen or, or not seen, but it, it's that we know it's underneath our, it, we know it's with us. Um, so when you think about it in that context, do you think that you've had a red bra moment or what do you, what do you think when we, we give you that description? I really do think of those Instagram posts that I share or those blog posts that I really am kind of like, oh, maybe I should just write a post about, you know, the shirt I'm wearing. And then I will tell myself like, no, maybe one person needs to know this. And then that is definitely my red bra moment because, you know, no one knows behind the scenes. They're just like looking through like, okay, cool. She shared that. They don't know that it was a little like struggle going on for me. But those are definitely the moments that I feel like I'm being more confident than maybe than I had been even just five minutes before. And then they help me keep moving forward and keep sharing. Yeah, it sounds like almost, and that's such a great kind of description because one red bra moment keeps continuing to push you through the next. And before you know it, you're growing and growing and, you know, you're recognizing that too. And it has been so much fun to have you on with us tonight. Um, Such a delight. And you know, what are, I know we'll share it when we share your blog posts and everything, but where can our viewers find you? I'm on Instagram as SunnysideCecilia and my website is SunnysideCecilia.com and any other social media I don't really use, but they're all SunnysideCecilia. <laughs> That's good. It's good to have a focus. <laughs> <laughs> so we close out every show with a quote and the quote that we chose for you tonight was, there's nothing more beautiful than a rainbow, but it takes both rain and sunshine to make a rainbow. And that's I not- love that. Yes. Wow. So. This has been so awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh my goodness. Thank you for being here. I feel like I'm just going to go to bed smiling tonight. So <laughs> I do have one. I have a question. So who does your photos? Are you using a tripod or do you have somebody? My mom takes my photos. We come to Birmingham about <laughs> once a month and we'll just take a lot of photos. And then every once in a while, one of my friends or a few of my friends will go down to a cute little town next to my college and we'll take a ton of photos because there are like really cute walls over there. But I'm a big fan of batching out my photos and getting everything done in one morning. So then the rest of the day, I can be like, okay, I have photos planned. I'm ready. That's awesome. That's awesome that your mom takes them too. How fun. What a fun mother-daughter thing to do. And we always get coffee after. We get breakfast. It's really, it's a fun, we would be talking anyway, but it's a fun way that we're forced to spend time together. (laughs) And your food photos, by the way, random, are really great too. So I'm assuming you're taking them, but... Um, they look really good. (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely, in another life, I would have been a food blogger. I love reading food blogs and cookbooks, but I don't think I actually have that expertise. So they're going to stay on my Insta stories for now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you never know which direction they can take. That's for sure. So I want to thank everybody for joining in tonight and those of us catching the, those of us, those of you catching our replay. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and continuing to support us at the Red Bra Project. The party happens over on our Instagram page where you can always see our new guests, links to our latest blog posts um, at the Red Bra Project, or you can go to theredbraproject.com so you can get the full scope of our whole website. Cecilia, it has been so fun, like I said, to have you tonight. Um, please, guys, go out, find Cecilia's Instagram, follow her, get a sunny side of Cecilia because 
she is going to bring some sunshine into your day. So if you don't already subscribe to our YouTube channel, please subscribe and hit that bell. Give us a thumbs up if you heard with something you liked and please share it with someone who may need this story tonight. All right, girls, thank you so much. It was so good to be with you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Have a good night. so much for spending some time with us on the Red Bra Project. We are so excited you stopped by. If the story resonated with you, if you could take one second and share it with somebody who needs it in their life, we would be so grateful. Stories hold so much power. We'd love to hear from you. So tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. Come on over and say hi to us at the Red Bra Project on Instagram. You can check the full written blog posts on our website, theredbraproject.com. And every single one of our podcasts has a video to go with it over on our YouTube channel, The Red Bra Project. So thank you again for joining us and we will